This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. I'll tell you to that story, of course, uh, um, out in Soweto, in a lady where um, two boys died after allegedly eating contaminated biscuits that were bought from a local um, tuck shop, and two other children remain in hospital after, um, um, you know, also eating the same um, biscuits. Now, the city of Joburg's council speaker, uh, Colleen Makubele, says that they are consulting health inspectors regarding a deeper issue of monitoring food uh, sold in townships and in informal settlements. Uh, This follows that incident in Naledi. Now, uh, let's uh, speak to the uh, Speaker of the City of Joburg Council, uh, Ms. Colleen Makubele. Good morning to you and thank you very much for joining us. Good morning. Thank you for having me and good morning to all our listeners. All right. Firstly, let me let's just explain, uh, understand uh, how the city is approaching um, this uh, story here. Obviously, there's uh, many layers to it now. There is a whole community safety element now because there's been a response from the public. Um, But it's uh, interesting that uh, we are speaking to you as the speaker. Just tell us about how the city is actually responding to this matter. Uh, The issues of the health inspectors, I would imagine that would have also been something that falls under the MMC of uh, community health and so on. Just to explain to us how you are dealing with this. Look, I think um, first and foremost for us is to tend to the families that are mourning, you know, and that was really the first thing that we needed to go and express our condolences or system in this time, whether psychological help assistance with the funeral. Then we're looking at uh, the community that is also erupting uh, into violence, this unrest, even while I was there yesterday. There was a bit of, you know, a, a conflict that erupted because of the differing views of the community. So we, we also were appealing for them to remain calm, to allow this process to unfold. We've got our, of course, MNC of Health that I do believe will be looking into this. And they have started to work with SAPS because now SAPS has taken over the matter. They're doing, uh, they're waiting for the postmortems. They're waiting for their medical reports. And also they are doing their own investigations. We also went to the Spaza shop itself, which is closed. The owners have uh, gone into safety, into hiding because of all of this push and pull of the community. It's very concerning, uh, the food that is sold in our township and our informal settlements. Clearly, there are no processes that are monitoring, you know, whether it's expiry date or the nutritional value and uh, many horror stories that we had yesterday from community on what some of um, uh, the foreign nationals that are there, uh, they sell in the spaza shop. Apparently, they even bake their own biscuits or create their own food and sell it. And nobody is really uh, testing and quality assuring this food. So I think it's time that we... Yeah, but what is, why, why, why is that happening? Why would it be that there's no one who is... Uh, um, surely there is a designated department that would have to deal with, with these uh, health inspectors. Why are they not doing the work that they should be doing? Certainly. And just the city thing. I mean, provinces, health inspectors that are supposed to be going all over, national health inspectors. The city has its own clinics that it's running and uh, to a certain extent are responsible for some of the processes as well, but not the full process. So the, the 
intergovernmental relations that monitors this food, um, you know, we'll have to understand the report when it comes back on, on where did it fail in the value chain. But look, um, it's like any policing work that must be done. The police cannot be uh, ground on boot on every corner of the society. We also then rely on the citizens. When they see this, they must report it to the city. Yeah, but I think, I think this, is, this is, to be, I mean, if we're being fair, this is not a new phenomenon. Uh, communities all over Houting, all over the country have been con- complaining about the, you know, goods that are, whether it be counterfeit goods that are being sold in these tax shops. This is not a new phenomenon. It did not no, start definitely. with this incident in Naledi. That's why now I hear yeah. you saying that it's a provincial matter. Where does the city no, come no, no, in no, here? No, don't, don't misinterpret me. I said it's an intergovernmental matter. All right. Let's talk about what the city is supposed to do then. What is the city? Yeah. I, I know you want to ask a certain question, but it's important I clarify, because if you go and say it's a provincial matter, you are incorrect, and the listeners are, are listening to that, and uh, it's, it's not good. So I said it's an intergovernmental matter that needs to be looked at, uh, from the city, from province, from national, you see. And then we look at the health process that must, uh, you know, be the monitoring of the food, uh, wherever the food must be tested, etc. That daily chain. Uh, where it failed, we don't know. And I'm saying to you, yes, uh, it's, it's like GBV. We've got all of this awareness of GBV. Every day, somebody's creating GBV while we've got all the Okay, let's not get sidetracked, ma'am. Happy. Let's not get sidetracked now. I think GBV is yeah. a discussion for another day. So what falls within the domain of the city? What are you responsible for? When it comes to bylaw enforcement, surely that is a city responsibility. Do we know, for example, uh, who uh, is running this particular tax shop in question here, uh, whether they are operating um, legally or legally? Do we know whether they're that shopkeeper yeah. is in the country? What falls within your domain as the city? You know, the, uh, and that's why I'm, I'm actually fascinated that we are speaking to you um, you are the speaker. Where are the members of the executive that are responsible for all these well, things? Well, you should have called them. Mm. Um, you know, you called me to mm. speak to me, so I don't know why you're not calling them. So I can't answer on that part. I'm answering you called me to talk about the families that are going to visit. And that's my responsibility. When there is an issue in the society and it contains people, my responsibility is social cohesion to ensure that we tend to the people and we provide all the social uh, assistance that we can get as a speaker. But if you needed technicalities, you're welcome to call the mayor and the MMCs. To the best of my ability, I will answer you because I know what is happening mm. you know, to a certain extent. So as the speaker, but you are unable to shed more light on, on who's supposed to be... Yeah. Bylaws, we've got the Department of Economic Development, um, uh, which deals with all the informal traders and all the formal traders. They enforce those bylaws concerning who trades where and uh, who has the license and who is qualified to do that. And I'm sure the then uh, 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 Department of Health, you know, uh, would have its own uh, bylaws on some of the issues that you are raising. What information then do you have about uh, these products that were sold at this store? I mean, do we have, for example, do you know whether uh, samples have been taken of these products that were sold? Yeah? Yes. Uh, hence, when I started, I said we are waiting for the reports from SAPS. We are waiting for the report from the medical examination. We are waiting for the reports from the postmortems. Mm. Uh, samples have been taken. The spaza shop has been closed so that evidence, further evidence is not tempered with. Mm. And once all of those facts come back, 
um, it will then give us an idea of uh, mm. was it uh, the food poison from the biscuits or from anything else. Mm. For now, it's allegedly, and that is the going story to say, the biscuits that they ate from that shop, mm. and they are busy with those tests. Well, now, of course, uh, this is something you spoke about as well, the response from the community and the violence, that the incidents that you spoke about. Um, how are you, how is the city dealing with that? Look, like I said to you, I was there yesterday to come the community um, because it's important that, um, you know, some of the things that media says, like what you're saying, we must not run into the conclusion of foreign nationals before the report comes. And that angers the front the community. And we know that it's deeper issues that are there because of socioeconomic issues, unemployment, people are frustrated with government, lack of opportunities. Mm. And if anything triggers it, it just erupts mm. into one, especially when it, co- it concerns uh, foreign nationals. Because we don't even know whether these ones were legal or not. Mm. So we can't even conclude to saying, let's ban them, let's uh, mm. ban their shop, let's do and we had to stop them. And has a person because been identified, the, shop, the owner? All the evidence. Has the owner of this particular tax shop been identified? No, not to my um, understanding. The police know, but they have not given the identity to us, for, of mm. course, for their protection as well. As you said, the community also knows because they, they live with them, but they have been put in a safe place, uh, I understand, or they've gone to a safe place and still out because um, the community was very, very upset and they wanted to burn and uh, loot. So they've not been arrested? The person has not been arrested? I I wouldn't know at this stage. Uh, Yesterday had not been arrested. So what has happened between uh, yesterday afternoon and now, I I can't tell. But all I know... So who put them into a position, a a place of safety? Um, Look, I said I wouldn't know. I was not the substance dealing with the matter. I think maybe for your technical questions, you need to also call SAPS and call the responsible authorities. Okay. So I, yeah, we deal with what we deal with concerning the city. And if we tell you who were, you know, you're now compromising the safety of the Not city. at all. I mean, you are the one who told me that uh, this person has been taken to a place of safety. So I'm asking who placed them in a place of safety instead of placing them under arrest? No, but how do you arrest them when you don't know the I mean, that's not with Well, there's a you suspicion that... You don't just willy-nilly arrest. No, you arrest somebody they, as a suspect. They're, they're saying that uh, somebody who sells these goods, surely you arrest the person who... said that to you? Who said what? That what you are raising now. I'm saying you need to... You, you've got a responsibility towards the public to say the right thing so that you don't erupt things. No, okay, what am I saying that is incorrect? What am I saying that is infectious? What am I no, saying? Sir, the police don't work according to public opinion. You need to understand your responsibility as a broadcaster. No, I, I, and I understand that. I understand my responsibilities. My responsibility. Don't insinuate things that you want. Oh, what am I insinuating? What am I insinuating? It's allegations. These people, uh, it's allegations. They ate biscuits. The tests are being done. It's allegations that are sailing expiry dates. Ms. Makubela, you just told me that the community, you just told me that the community knows uh, who owns this tuck shop. I'm asking, who placed this person in a position of, uh, in a place of safety instead of uh, arresting them and treating them like a suspect? I can't even tell you that myself. Call subs who deal with this matter. The community, on, okay. uh, not yesterday, the day before, were there up in arms wanting to ban this thing, wanting to chase away foreign nationals. And uh, clearly, I mean, logic should tell you, those people are not going to stay there uh, until things get uh, calm. So they have to be placed in a place of safety until reports and the facts are done. 
So, so who placed them in a place of safety? I, I don't know who placed them in a, a place of safety, but I know the police have the matter. I mean, if I'm in a place of safety because of something, I don't even want anyone to know who placed me because you're going to trace me. I'm telling you. So the police me. told you that they've placed them in a, posi- no, a place of safety? No, no, no. I didn't say the police. I said you must then get the information. So where do you get the information from? I'm getting it from you. Where do you get it from? Listen, you called me here for something. Now you want to make it my business what the police do. Hi. So I mustn't ask you about things that you are telling me. I heard from you that people have been placed in a place of safety. If you are done with your questioning, let, let me go. I came to your show to talk about the funerals of the children, to talk about the children that passed away in honor of the families and their thing. But now you want to track me into what you want to know. I'm not interested in that. You go and do your own investigations and speak to the right people. You there you have it. Responsibility to speak to the right people. There you have it. That's the speaker of the city of Johannesburg, uh, Colleen Makubele. Thank you very much uh, for joining us. And uh, yeah, she hung up on me there. So I don't know. Uh, am I misplaced here to ask the questions that I'm asking? She told me that somebody has been placed in a place of safety. Who placed the person in a position of safe, a place of safety? You know, if we're saying that the community are telling the police or they're telling wherever to say that spaza shop sold the biscuits or whatever it is that was sold, to these children, and these children consumed these biscuits, and subsequently two of them died, two are still in hospital. Do you then not arrest the person who sells the goods on suspicion that they may have sold this? Of course, then the, you follow the, the processes. This person will appear in court, they will plead guilty, whatever, what happens, they are released while the investigations carry on. You don't go and take that person and go and put them in a position of safety unless you've drawn the conclusion that this person has done nothing wrong. But surely in a case like this, that person who owns this shop is a suspect. Perhaps I'm getting it wrong. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.